For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yo, don't blink. An all-time pro may do something to cost you a dub. Don't blink. Don't blink. <laughs> I know where you're going. Oh man, oh man. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Uh, Niners, of course. Suffer their first L of the season, 30-28 to 28 defeat at the hands of the Green Bay Packers. We'll put a bow on week three, ED uh, and myself will. Um, we got a, a bunch to talk about, obviously. We'll let you know what we learned. For, or first, what we learned of the season, because the Niners have been 2-0 previously, right? We were handing out game balls before, but after yeah. every every loss, we, we tell you what we learned. Um, also, and then we'll get into the game. Uh, Trey Lance, his appearance. Jimmy G, what's to make of it? The defense, what happened? Uh, we'll talk about all of those things coming up here on this edition of the pod. But we want to remind you and encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button or a follow button, which I've learned recently on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Uh, feel free to hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. As always, we are presented by the fine folks of Bet Online. Back and better than ever. So much football going on. Bet Online is your one-stop shop for all of it. They got a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. There you go. All right. Here we're, we're going to start here with uh, what okay. we learned, Ed. What okay. we learned. I would like to know what you learned. Okay. What I learned, (laughs) where do we start? I learned that Kyle was in his bag, especially in that first half as it relates to the running game. And that's not the part that I learned. The part that I learned was he was in his bag because of Trey Sermon. I think there's some sort of a – there was something there. Maybe he doesn't feel Trey is as capable or he's not as confident in Trey to be able to get the job done. Something is there that uh, prompted Kyle Shanahan to be in his back as it relates to the running game. Because you saw, I mean, we saw the end of rounds. We saw the jet sweeps. Yeah. We saw the pop passes. We saw 
pretty much everything. It was a great mix-up, great mashup. Some stuff that we thought we would see, but not necessarily overwhelmingly like we saw it on Sunday. And it was it was more of that and less of the traditional, you know, Jimmy handed off to the tailback. And so I think there's something there with Trey Sermon. Not sure exactly what it is. We obviously didn't see this when Elijah Mitchell was back there. And so okay. I think there's I think there's something there as it relates to the running game, and so that could be problematic okay. going forward. Well, got it. Okay. You, you don't think that could have just been game plan, or you just you know based on what Green Bay does front wise, and I and, I don't think so. But okay, I don't okay. think so. Well, that's what you learned. I like it. Okay, I'll I'll accept it since you said that's what you learned. Okay, what what I learned? I learned that the 49ers – uh, defense secondary in general in particular that is not in general secondary in particular uh, i learned that they do not listen to our podcast and they should correct that <laughs> it is quite obvious and apparent that they don't listen because i told all those knuckleheads that aaron Rodgers was going to come out early and try to throw the ball over the top of the defense and i said you can't allow that to happen because then he's going to get comfortable and once he gets comfortable he's a tough meal he's a tough out that's a, that's that's you know that is tough it's it's, it's a tough chew hard to swallow that's what happens and i said that right remember you said, saying it. That? You said it i said it plain as day you know you asked me keys to that game and i said do not let him get started early Put, put, make him start seeing all of those bad decisions of games past where they lost. Get him rattled early and make him know that it's going to be a difficult day. And what do they do? They immediately start letting balls fly over the top of their heads. So much so that come crunch time, at the end, he was not even remotely concerned about throwing a ball into the, into the teeth of the defense when the game was on the line. He drops – I mean, he he puts the ball on top of a mosquito. That's in the hole in the defense because he's so comfortable. That's what I learned. They they should be listening. They're not listening. You guys out there, y'all better start tweeting them and Instagramming them and all of this stuff and so that they know that could have been corrected. It could be 3-0 and right now if they had just listened to the podcast. Very well could be 3-0 and right now. It, I think that's – kind of a disappointing thing kind of disheartening in one sense but well you, sh- you should have won the game we'll see i think that's where we differ i think they should have won the game yes but i also feel like they didn't play great at all so if they won the game they ended up still in the game i think green bay no, out, no, no, i think no. I, I think green bay outplayed the niners for 75% of that game now granted Happens all the time now, 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 granted, you go down there, you score with 37 seconds left. Defense should be able to hold that. So that that's where I want to start right there. Because there's a, there's a lot of other things to get into, but I want to start right there. 37, 37 seconds left. Aaron Rodgers comes out on the field, and bang, bang, bang. Don't blink. Otherwise, something might happen. Two, it was it was literally two completions to Devontae Adams. All of a sudden, here comes Mason Crosby trotting out there, a 51-yard field goal, and the game is over. For D'Amico Ryan's first year offensive coordinator, did he was this players got to make plays, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there were some things that happened there where I feel like guys may have been out of position. 
Um, you know what? I don't even want to overstep my Explain. Right I don't even want to overstep. When and where? Well. Don't, don't overstep your boundaries. But, I mean, if you saw somebody at a position, well, I, it, well, know, it, I'm, not, it, I'm not expecting you to – I'm not expecting you to give us the, the John Madden breakdown. But yeah, yeah. Well, well, that, well that's, like that, 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 that's why you're here, right? I think – so the first completion of Adams, for example, right? Fred Warner almost there, right? He he's got to play deeper on that one. Is that correct? Um, he couldn't. So, so this is the thing. So that play right there. So you know, you've heard me say this before, and this and it definitely applies right now. That sometimes it's not it's not a your bad play. It's just their good play. And th- that was the hole in the defense. Fred Fred Warner is six four. With long arms and fast, with good jumping ability, and Aaron Rodgers was able to get the ball up over him and in and down in front of the safety before they could make a play. That's just a good ball thrown by a Hall of Fame quarterback. There's nothing you can do on that play. If 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 he can get if he can get that ball up and down before somebody can get there. In that situation, before the pass rush can get there, um, you know what? That's just a that's a great throw. That's what it was. It was a great throw. So I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say he was out of position. I don't know what else he could have done. You know, he 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 used his speed, he used his body, he jumped and everything, and he just missed the ball. And you have you happen to have a quarterback. There probably there are probably you know three guys on planet Earth that could have made that throw in that situation. So you chalk that up to Rodgers being great. Okay. I, th- I chalk that up to Rodgers being great. Yeah. Ne- next, com- play. next completion, Adams finds the soft spot. Now, I've heard you talk about this multiple times, right? Even though you're playing the zone, you're playing your man, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was no one within 10 yards of Devontae Adams mm-hmm. on that play. So so what, yes. what, so what happens in that situation? In that situation, that's right there. It's got to be somebody's fault. Um, because it's, this has to be someone's fault. Because you one or two things happen: either uh, a individual player or multiple players in that situation, you would think, weren't in position to defend the best receiver on their team. When you know that he's looking for the best receiver in his team, he's got to go somewhere else in that situation. Especially after he just caught the ball, no one is anywhere near him. That makes no sense. So it's either player-driven error or it was a completely horrible defensive call that would allow him to roam free through your defense and be open. So either way, be it coordinator call, be it coach's error or player error, that right there was a mistake. There's no way he should be in a situation where no one's around. We saw 17 just running free really i mean especially in that first half right and you talked about it in your keys to the game like you cannot allow allow aaron Rodgers can't allow what, what are we doing here what are we what are we saying you can't allow aaron, uh-huh. Ro- aaron Rodgers. that's what they did they yeah. allowed it they allowed they allowed yeah. it they allowed it they allowed Rodgers to, uh-huh. to, to just they, they they allowed Rodgers to do whatever he wanted to <laughs> they allowed they allowed adams the same thing <laughs> right, and and early too, right? We you we, you said it. We talked about it in the last pod. You cannot let Rogers uh, get off to a a hot start, and they did that. And and a huge reason for that was he was able to find you know his number one target, Devontae Adams. 
you know, we I know this. Of course, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. this. This this Niner secondary. Sometimes you saw you know Eman lined up one on one against Adams. Like there there aren't too many corners in the league that you can just stick over there with seventeen and be like, all right, you just go handle your business over there. This Niner secondary certainly is not one of those. Um, but I just feel like they just did not give enough attention to him. I, I you know what? I'm not gonna say they didn't give him a, a, enough attention. Guys were just beating on plays. Uh, that was just that just the bottom line. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's put in a defense that is designed to play man coverage. You can see that in the way they've played the first couple of weeks. The problem is that your his man coverage, his man coverage corners, one is injured. His for his his first two corners, one is currently injured and one is on injured reserve. So that's as part of the problem. That's part of how you have to still figure out how you want to play things. But remember, you can game plan from a week week to week, but they're not going to put it in a whole new defense. They're not going to put it in, they're not going to put it in the defense. And, and this defense, it looks like it was designed with the belief that you had a number one guy, Jason Verrett, that could hold down one side. And now you feel confident in E-Man and, and his development. I do too. Uh, but, but, you know, you've, I've always told you, you got to have one corner. You got to have one corner because then you can roll your defense. You can you can double guys. You can do whatever. At times, you can take your number one guy and put him on the number two or three guy, and now you don't even have to worry about those guys because you know your number one guy is going to win against the two or the three. But so now you can pay extra attention in a case like Devontae Adams because this could have been one of those games where you take Jason Barrett. You put Jason Verrett on one of the other guys, and now you can put all types of attention on Devontae Adams. You didn't have that. So because you didn't have that, you had to play more zone. Because Now, even in those zones, and this is a, and this is a pretty good zone team, um, you, have, you have players that are long and fast, and that makes a zone defense tough. You still had guys making some perfect throws, like we talked about earlier. I mean, it was just a perfect ball that Rodgers threw. So sticking with drive. sticking with that drive, right? Do you yeah. like the way? Obviously, the result isn't what you w- would want, but do you like the way the Niners played it? You know, just rushing for dropping everybody back. Would you have want more pressure being brought to Rodgers? Well, if you bring more pressure, then what does that mean on the back end? That means that means you're a little skinny on the back end. You're going to single up your coverage. We've already discussed the fact that you can't single up your coverage. You, you, your number one guy is gone. Your number two guy is is injured um, and just getting back out there. Your number three guy that you brought in got hurt in Norman, and he's out. Um, A guy that you cut um, and put and brought back and put on your practice squad, you just brought him back up. Now he's out playing. So so you cut him so he wasn't even your third, fourth, or fifth guy. Then you got the rookie. You got the rookie too. uh, And then you got the rookie out there. Yeah. You got Demo out there who um, is gonna learn. He's learning. Demo's learning, and he and he's gonna and he's gonna learn some things. I, I like him. I like him a lot. And, and even some of the times where where he's he's making some mistakes, it's a process. It's a process. But he is showing um, the ability to be a, a good corner to me. I, I I think I can I can see the the, the steps taking place. He's just got to learn how to be a pro. He's got to learn how to play the game. Um, even down to the pass interference call that he got. 
you you have to you have to learn how to not grab. Now that's a passive appearance call that the one that E Man got. He shouldn't come on. You you got to know better than that. There's no reason to grab a guy in that situation. But E Man got he he got a uh, he got away with one too uh, uh, against Adams as well. One they didn't call late in that game yeah, well, right right before well, right before that drive. Well, you do know what I told you. I said if you if, if you play seventy snaps and you and you hold seventy times, they can't throw yeah, seventy. They can't, throw, they can't throw seventy. Flags. No, but the one, but the one that they threw, and I had somebody text. Oh, I'm glad we got to that because I I didn't have time to go back and forth on Twitter. I'm trying to watch the game, and this guy's like, "That's not pass interference." I'm like, "It is pass interference." He grabbed a guy, and he's like, "That ball was gonna be ten yards out of bounds." There's no such thing. So you must mean there's no such thing. Um, you know, well, like, like, like the guy, he's throwing the ball. I'm trying to, what's the term I'm thinking of where, where they just, an ineligible, not an ineligible receiver, but he's saying that, 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 that ball was thrown uh, out and there's no way, uncatchable. uncatchable. It, was uncatchable. uncatchable. it was uncatchable pass. And, and my point is that we'll never know. That's what I try to tell him. I, I said, it's it, the, the reason it's pass interference is because. We'll never know. He was like, there's no way he could have gotten to the ball. And I said, that, that's the problem. E-Man's got to know better than to do that. He erased all doubt. There's, maybe, it would, maybe it would have been overthrown. The ref now can't even consider that because you grabbed the guy. Yeah, Fred, Fred, <laughs> so, Fred got one too, and it, and, which was a little puzzling. Because we all know Fred can run. And, and he's, he's running there with the tight end. But and he, he grabbed just, the guy. He, was gra- he just grabbing the guy, and he, I mean, he was just, right there with him, step it. for. He was right there with him, step for step. And we know and Fred can tweeting. run. Yes, and I, and that's what I was, and I was tweeting that, and and, and I, I was tweeting that at the time, and I was like, like everyone's in panic mode. They got to stop grabbing. I, I always call that DB panic mode. Panic mode when a guy's in phase, but he won't look for the ball, or he grabs a guy, and I'm like, you're right there. Run, just run. And, and that's so. So back to Demo, man. That's what I was saying. I like what he's doing, but those situations, he's gonna learn. He's gonna learn to be a pro. You in college, you can do all of those things. You can grab and push and and do and and um, the rest will allow that because the rules allow it. NFL rules don't allow that. So you have to learn how to use your feet. Be, playing the DB position is about your feet. If you're if if everything is going to come from your base, you got to get your body in position to do certain things, and you're not going to do that with your upper body, and that's what they have to learn. So back to the whole way they played them, you, you they didn't have the guys, they didn't have the guys to um play man coverage back there. You don't have that on the back end, and for everyone who talks about the greatness of Bosa and this front and the secondary. You know, those guys up front, that's why the secondary has been doing this. Then that's the time that those dogs got to eat. They couldn't get home. They, they got to get they home. Could, they that's could what not, I'm saying. They could not get home. And that, that, was the frustrating, that's, that was the frustrating thing for me watching this game it was that the, the guys up front couldn't get home. I felt like they got gashed in the run game. I, I was not expecting Aaron Jones to have uh, as much success as he had on that night. I mean, he, he was getting them for four for per right and and so so you got so the running game is happening you can't get home and you're allowing Rodgers to play catch with 17 and that to me is just a recipe for disaster when you're playing really against any team but especially when you're playing against the Packers and and you look at some of those plays down the stretch 
they had some guys running free wide open, and Rodgers wasn't looking no other direction but 17. He admitted as much after the game. And, and, yes. so, and, and so, and 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 he's you know one of the best wide receivers in the league. So why not? Like I understand, I get that. And so that that just kind of goes back to my whole point in terms of like giving more attention to to Devontae. I feel like 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 he he was able to, and I understand some of the, what you were saying just in terms of you know some of the great throws that Rodgers was making this that and the other. But there were other times where he was, I mean he was he was running free. You know, he, he well, was he he was open, and, and so he, well he was open. He was open because he was beating guys. He was beating guys, hey, dude. dude son, it, it's really this simple. If they get paid you know, too. <laughs> if, if my if my hey that that was the case of an, that their O was better than your X. It was that simple. They're always better than your X, and and now all you can do is try and double this guy. We can try and double this guy and try and take him away. But by doing that. When I try to double him, when I try to play zone coverages that'll put more guys in position to eye him, I can only rush four when I do that. So you can't ask for both. You can't ask you can't ask me to turn up the heat on the quarterback, but not cover the guys and pay more attention to seventeen. I I, I can't yeah, send. And, I and, can't, that, and I that's can't do the that. benefit of having a stout defensive line, right? Because you don't have to bring those pressures. You can just get. You can just. You can just send just those four right on on yeah, that yeah. front, and, and those guys should be able to get home, which is obviously something that we did not see on Sunday. A lot to get to, a lot to get to in, in this one. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. There's another idiotic thought out there, and yeah, I'm saying idiotic. Normally, I'm a little bit more careful with my words, but like, yes, it's you just, are. Yes, you it's are. It's just stupid. Somebody and, upset you. Yes, yes. They must have been talking about me. Keep going. <laughs> well, that that too ruffles my feathers. But this this point was the one made in which uh, Juice shouldn't have scored. He, sh- <laughs> he shouldn't have scored with 37 seconds on the clock. Like, he, he scored mm. too fast. And this whole notion that it's that easy to score a touchdown in the National Football League that he can just take his time with it and just go down on the one, let the clock sink all the way down to two seconds, and somehow, you know, Jimmy's going to sneak it in or Trey's going to sneak it in, this, that, or the other, and it's going to work. Like, that is so idiotic to me. Like, if there's an opportunity to score, you have to score. And you can only hope, and you should think your defense should be able to hold a lead with 37 seconds left. Obviously, you're going up against one of the game's greats. It did not happen for you that way yeah. on Sunday. But well, to 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 say to say, oh, you 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 shouldn't have scored in that situation. That is just that is stu- that is dumb. Well, this is this is what happens when people because you've seen players run and sit down at certain times. Juice should have sat down. He should have done this. If Juice has sat down and not scored, there is no guarantee that you score a touchdown. Remember, they didn't need a field goal. They needed a touchdown you and a the touchdown. extra point. So there is there is no guarantee, no guarantee whatsoever that you were ever going to get that opportunity again. There's nothing that says that that was going to happen. Nothing. You saw a quarterback throw the ball backwards. Why? And everyone's like, oh, who does that? You know who does that? The quarterback whose offensive line has let the entire city of Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin um, get into the pocket, and he's all twisted and turned. He was literally trying to throw the ball forward, and somebody grabbed him. So those things happen, and it, it the offensive line is like, yes, I'm like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, you can't do that. You can't do that. But there are factors in him doing that. 
so everyone who's talking about Juice should have known and he should have sat down. I either there was even someone who tweeted me when I said that just like the Super Bowl, I tweeted that just like the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo did not lose that game. The defense did. Everyone's oh, hating here, on him. Here we go. Here we go. Here Jimmy we go. Garoppolo led his team down the field. You guys wanted he couldn't lead the team down the field and score. Now someone's tweeting me that if Jimmy was any type of leader at quarterback, he would have known, even without coaching intervention, to tell his players don't score in that situation. He should have known to tell Juice, or he should have known to not snap the ball. He snapped the ball too soon. He so snapped now they're the ball going too back. soon. Yeah, I've heard that. So I now that too. He, he snapped the ball too soon. And, we, and, and he should have known better even without coach's intervention. And my question to that person, to everyone else, what if the coach did intervene? What if the coach knew the same thing that, we're, that we know? I need time because I got to score a touchdown. They weren't trying to waste any time at that point. They were trying to take the lead with the belief that their defense was going to hold. That's what you do in a football game. <laughs> you, 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 the coach is not over there saying we need a touchdown and an extra point, but we're not going to score on this play. No, no, no. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Don't score. I, I got three timeouts. So yeah. we're just, we just figured we got three more shots and we won't give them any time. And, and that's that, not how you, and that's that not said, it. that said they were not trying to score quote unquote quickly. Like you saw Kittle stay inbound. You saw them allow time to run off the clock. They still had timeouts of left course, when Green Bay when Green Bay took over the possession at, on the ensuing possession after after Juice was able to score that touchdown. But I'm I'm glad you you, you mentioned the Jimmy thing. So here here we go. Let's let's just not waste any more time. Uh, Ray Lamar hit hit us up during the game, um, and and just his tweet first half. I saw one bad pass from Jimmy, not the interception. I saw drops end up mm-hmm. running game. In parentheses, he put Sermon as Carlos Hyde 2.0, nothing to write home about, <laughs> and a defense that can't get off the field. I'm sure they'll blame Jimmy. I think there's a lot of truth in, in this particular tweet, and, and appreciate you, uh, Ray Lamar, for, for the comment. So here, here's the thing with Jimmy. Um, you, were, you, you talked about him, and this is your guy, uh, Alexander, right? Uh-huh. That play he made on the interception. Yeah. Take me through it. Um, I, I said it the moment it happened, that pass, that interception is not on Jimmy Garoppolo. Everyone, why would he throw that ball? You know why Jimmy Garoppolo threw that ball? Because it was open at practice. (laughs) I'm going to explain what I mean. He threw that ball because it was open at practice because all week long at practice, so you're going to get scout teams and you know how they draw things up and they script it. Mm-hmm. So they're telling, they're telling the guys, they're telling certain players to run up and this is what we're going to do. You're going to on the backside, you know, the X is going to do this and it's going to hold the linebacker here. And the, and the Y is going to do this and it's going to make the safety do this. And then we're going to have the crossing route coming over and that's going to get this guy's attention and you will be able to hit him right here. Because that because they're just gonna run away from the corner and all of that is gonna be wide open. So yeah, you throw it and all week long at practice, everyone is doing exactly what the card tells them to do. Now, that that's great. Like that's why I say so at practice is wide open. So Jimmy throws that ball because he there it is, there it is. You hear him all week long at practice. There it is, let it go. And it's there. And Kittle's making that catch. 
Well, the problem is that you have um, you have Zaire Alexander back there, and I told you that kid's the truth. He's real. He's a smart player. Guess what happens when smart players in the secondary don't have work when there's no one around? They're not going to stand and kill grass. No. They're going to go find work. Find something to get into. And they're and the design of that play, he has an immediate crosser, which gives him nothing to do. And all you have to do now is you become the free safety. You replace. It's old school DB football 101. You go find work. So if my crosser is gone, I'm looking across the field. I'm cross keying to see and to look to see what's coming from the other side. So when my safety jumps that, yes, you think I'm biting on like a big mouth bass, but what you don't realize that, yeah, I took the bait. Nope, I didn't take the bait. I just ate the meal you gave me. Thank you. I'm going to eat the snack because I got somebody replacing me. And that's what happened. And that's on the design of the play by Kyle. He didn't do anything to occupy the backside corner. He assumed that play was designed with the assumption that this corner is not going to be smart enough to replace. That's the wrong dude. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of guys can't make that. A lot of guys can't make that play. And similar to the throw, you said Rodgers made on that final final drive, yeah. the one that went up and over. Fred well, Warner no, made. Well, no, made there, there's a just. Let me, let me just, I'm sorry, let me, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off right there. I should let you finish talking about the play. Well, no, I, I'm just saying, similar to how you said that was a great throw by Rodgers, like, this was mm-hmm. a great play by Alexander. Like, do you know how much grass uh, he covered yes. to yeah, get well, there? Like, is, not a is, lot of guys can do that. Well, no, 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 this is, this is, so that's what I wanted to get to the point. No, th- there's a difference in those two plays. The play that Alexandra made, every corner can make Every single corner is fast enough to make every corner in the NFL, every starting corner in the NFL is fast enough to make that play and cover that ground. The dudes that play corner are really good athletes. They're really fast. They're they're really quick and they can make that play. The but that play was made because you have a smart guy that understands not to waste any motion, exactly where to go, so the timing and everything that was necessary to for it to work perfectly, you just have the type player that can get it done. That's why he's an all Well, yeah, that's my point. I mean, but, to be able but, to but decipher now, no, no, it and get there. Well, well, no, that's what, what, what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that there are other corners that can make that throw. I mean, that can make that play. There ain't nobody else <laughs> that can do what Andrew. <laughs> that's the difference. So, so listen to this. I know my mom's going to correct my grammar. She listens to everyone, and she's going to be like, baby, don't talk like that. But I'm going to say, ain't nobody else that can throw that ball. Okay, I know I spell that with a D, and I said ain't <laughs> ain't nobody else that can throw that ball that Aaron Rodgers threw. Okay, <laughs> that's the difference. There there is a difference in those two. So so that's all I'm saying. That was a smart play. That was a smart play by a smart corner um, that took advantage of the play design. So like I said, there was nothing to hold him, and the assumption is like a lot of guys that do, they'll just kill grass. This dude is not a grass killer. He's he's a, he's a, he's a ball eater. So he's gonna go find the ball and find work, and that's what he did. So that's what I'm saying. So everyone's trying to put that on Jimmy. No, that's on Kyle. That's that's play design. So when he designs these tremendous plays, the misdirection and all of these things work. We give him all the credit for that that run scheme and the things that are happening. We give him all the credit for the 
before for the sweeps and the throwbacks were killed wide open. He's got to take the blame for that interception. That was his play design. That was that was not player execution. Or that was not poor execution by the offense. Jimmy threw it because it was open all week. He told him it was going to be open. He threw the ball exactly where he told him, and it was picked off because of play design. Yeah, I mean, we said it before. Jimmy is an easy target, and there's also this other notion that look, Jimmy didn't play, Jimmy didn't have a great first half, but neither did no. ni- anyone in a Niner uniform. Neither, I, and, yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> neither did the team, coaching staff, players, no, nobody. No, nobody. And and so Trey comes in. There's two seconds left in the half, and we see we see Trey Lance, and he rushes in that touchdown. And first of all, ballsy call there by Kyle. I think a lot of coaches may have just taken the three there. Like I wouldn't have been mad if they just took the three right there and go into halftime, at least have some points on the board before going into the locker room at intermission. But I thought it was a huge shot in the arm for them to really be able was. to get in, the, get in the end zone. You get the ball back to start the second half as well, and, and you see them start to cut into the deficit. But Trey comes in, he runs one play, which was kind of great play design. As you mentioned, you had everything going to one side, and Trey came back you know, to, to the near side and was able to run it in from two yards out. Ballsy play call there by Kyle, and so it works. But that – that two seconds of life injected into the Niners, all of a sudden it's like, well, Trey needs to start the second half. or, or Trey, Trey, Like, Trey <laughs> yeah. needs to be back in there, you know, for the beginning of uh, of the half, for the rest of the game. And and I'm like, really? Like, after yeah. after, that one, after that Skip one Bayless play? Skip tweeting you? <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's, unbelie- was, it's unbelievable. Like, I, like I, 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 got te- I got texts during the game. Um, and then you you go you check the old Twitter and, and you just see some of the things that people are saying and it's like, like really like like you would have thought Trey led some incredible drive or something. Yeah. To, well, that to was prompt actually that. That, that, you know that was actually Jimmy at the end of the game to give you the lead when everyone said he's not capable of doing that because of what happened in the Super Bowl. But anyway, I'm gonna yeah. you know I'm gonna go. So back to Trey and everyone saying you're gonna do that now. The funny part about all of that, like you just described the play. It was a two-yard running play. Okay, G- great. He scored. I like it. I like it. I'm glad to know. That I'm, I'm glad that element in the game. It was. There is nothing about that play. There is absolutely nothing about that play that says he's a good quarterback. Nothing. Right? Nothing about that play. So that's all I'm going to say. That there is nothing about that particular play that anyone can look at and say Trey's a really good quarterback because that had nothing to do with quarterbacking. I was just running the ball. Just running the ball. Um, the same people that the same people that were tweeting all over the world that are screaming he should start because of that play are the same people that'll say, "Well, uh, Lamar Jackson isn't a good quarterback. All he does is run." Mm. Mm. So you you can't have both. <laughs> so so all I'm all I'm saying I'm not and, and Lamar Jackson is a very good quarterback with a very good passer rating. Um, and he wins. He's won an MVP. Don't know how anybody can say the guy can't play the position when he won the MVP at that position. It's got to be pretty good. So that makes no sense. But anyway, but the running running the football, that has nothing to do with playing quarterback. So I I know that's, like I said, that's an extra added element. But everyone who was all about and, and just ask yourself, were you one of the people 
all you faithful out there listening, if you were one of the people that play juiced you up so much that you're like, put him in there. He needs to play because of that. What is it about that play that has anything to do with him playing quarterback? It it really was all about what Kyle said. And we talked about this the the week before leading up to the game. And, and Kyle says he didn't play Trey in Philly because he didn't get the urge, right? There was no urge, right? And, and there mm. wasn't an opportunity where Trey could have came in that necessarily would have benefited the team, right? Here's a okay, situation. Now, here's a situation. Re- remi- re- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I just don't want to because, you know, the hits in the head will make me forget. Remind me to get back to why I think how now after a week why Kyle didn't play him. Keep going. So here, So here's the thing. This was a situation where, where Kyle got the urge because in a situation like that, time is going to expire. You only got two seconds left. There's there's only time for one play, right? It's not like you can, you know, maybe try a quick throw and if not, you send the field mm-hmm. goal. And then, like you're all – Kyle pushed all his chips to the ta- to the middle of the table on this one. So either we're going to get in the end zone or we're going to go into the locker room at halftime shut out. This is a play that – doesn't necessarily fit Jimmy's skill set, right? So so Trey's skill set obviously calls for this particular situation, for this particular call that he wants to run at this moment. Thus, you see him in the game, whereas before you did not see him come in at all against Philly. And and, mm-hmm. and so that that's the other part of it that I think, you know, people are missing in a sense that Kyle didn't get the urge the week before where he got the urge this time and that allowed them to be able to that allowed him to be able to make the the correct call that he thought fit that particular situation that they could have some points and a little bit of a shot a shot in the arm going into the locker room at halftime. Uh well that you know what that all sounds great. Um and yeah, he put him in what well, number one I told you. And if anyone thinks I'm lying, go back and listen to. Yeah, we our, we, we talked our, about our, this. Our, like Trey was I probably you, going to play this week, right? Trey was going to play. I, I, I didn't even say probably. I didn't say probably. I didn't. I didn't straddle the fence. I I told you, Trey was going to play. I said Chris and Al were on the thing. I said the entire world watching. I I broke it down. There's only one game on that the entire country is looking at. He is bringing out the shiny new toy. He is going to play. I said that. You even brought up the fact that I said it makes perfect sense that he's going to utilize him in the run game because of the running back situation. He's going to utilize him. Now you take all of those factors and you add in how many balls were they dropping? Because yeah. you had a, you're right. Your other quarterback is not a runner. You got you decide you're going for it. How many guys have been dropped? I mean, are you are you could already drop one. B.A. dropped one in the end zone, right? B.A. dropped one in the end zone. Debo couldn't get to one in the end zone. That was, yes. that was a flag. It would have been negated anyway, but still, he couldn't get his hands so, on it. Yes, yes. So, nothing. So, they were dropping balls. Nothing was working. Nothing was going on. But that's, so Jimmy's, about, that's Jimmy's fault, though. Just remember that. But, 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 but no, but forget all of that. Yeah, you're right. But, but the situation in the game, the way it was going, was that – you he decided he was going for it. It was obvious that he decided he was going to run it. That was a great situation to put him in because it's still no matter what, even if you know the quarterback can run the ball, it's hard to account for the quarterback in your defense because Trey can throw the ball. And if you are accounting for him in your run defense, you can't be accounting for him in the pass. So that's the dilemma that they were in. Great situation. 
it absolutely worked. And I get it. And, you know, back to that urge in Philly, that urge in Philly, I, I just see it and I saw it more now. That urge in Philly, it wasn't about I didn't get the urge to play him. It was the way the game was going. Game was too close. That was not that this was a game where you were gonna have to when your quarterback was gonna have to make some plays for the pocket. Kyle knows he's not ready to do that now. I like the fact that Kyle is saying all the right things. He really is. He's saying all the right things. He's not putting he he's not trying to throw a bunch of uh, fuel on the fire to get everybody else going. In a, in a lot of ways, he squashes it when everyone starts talking about Jimmy needs to come out and Trey needs to go in. And he's like, I'm going to utilize them accordingly. He's saying the right things. He's doing it the right way. But his actions are showing who he believes in and, and why he believes in them. And also um, how he's going to utilize these guys' skill sets. All of these things are coming into in play. But that was – that's not it, that wasn't Jimmy. Stop with the Jimmy needs to sit down and Jimmy lost his game and all those type things. The 49ers defense, this game, and, and I don't want this to be you know a two hour pot. I want people to actually be able to listen to it and and um, move on with their lives like that. We're all gonna do after this because you know week three is not over until we put a stamp on it. Um everyone's looking at all of this and talking about Jimmy losing games and all this stuff. Um, he gave you four touchdowns at home. Four touchdowns, you should win that game. Four touchdowns at home, you should win that game. That's that's all I'm going to say. You, you That right there should do it. The 49ers defense right now can't stop the deep ball. Can't stop the run right up the middle, right up the gut. Can't stop the run. Can't get home. Not really getting pressure on the quarterback. Okay? That's got to change. It's that simple. That's got to change. And there's nothing can that can be done because you're not going to change your roster right now. So all of these things have to happen, and guys just have to produce. Um, are guys getting held? Yes. Stop letting them hold you. Are guys getting beaten down the field? Yes. Stop. Figure it out. Stop getting beaten. Just stop. Yeah, I, I, I know it's not that easy. I'm saying it though. Just stop. You, 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 there's there. Don't just let guys run past you. And when they do run past you, you can't just grab them. No. Okay. So all all of those things have to have to happen. But guys have to be where they're supposed to be. I don't see a lot of blown assignments and things like that. It's just about the guys making plays. The defense is going to have to pick it up. Guess what? Two and one. Two and one. Another thing I found out, you know, you asked me what did I learn. What did I learn? Um, if the 49ers under Kyle Shanahan's leadership are going to go and stay on the road back-to-back um, whenever they have a two-game two East Coast swing, if, as long as they're – I'm okay with it because they always lose the third game. So with that swing, if they're going to win two out of three, I'm okay with it. Um, before the season started, we talked about this. I don't think either one of us had them pick to beat Green Bay this time. I did, actually. Did you? I, 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 did. I thought they were I thought they were due. I thought they were due. 
Um, and then, and you know, and you and I, and it must have been on the pod before the pod or after the pod. Remember, I told you, I said they always lose that, that game. game. I, that game, I, after, I was, yeah. you know, I told you, I said, I said they always beat up Green Bay, but they always lose the game after they come back off the road. So this was it, and this one got me because I was like, they, the game was won. I was like, finally, they they got this. They got the game was won, and then Aaron Rodgers did that Aaron Rodgers thing that he does. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I I think this. I so when you look at at this particular loss, right? Two and one. You mentioned it, mm-hmm. right? of course, right? You, who who wouldn't be happy with two and one at this point in the season, right? You got two of your first three games on the road, but yes. you look at it. We we've talked about this, Ed. That first quarter, you want to be what? Well, I mean, I guess is it still quarters with seventeen games? I, I'll, I'll still look at it. Yeah, as yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll still look at it as quarters. That first quarter, yeah. you. you you want to be three and one at the end of that first quarter, right? You got yes, you got you got Seattle coming. And Seattle's not playing the best ball right now, but still, it's a division game. It's a rival. You throw all that stuff out the window, and so you kind of you kind of put yourself in a little bit of a, a little bit of a situation here. But at the same time, no. No, you don't agree. No, how did you put yourself in a situation? You have you are now you put yourself in a situation if you. You know, you because won three one and game. Is and going, three and zero is a lot different going into that game as opposed to two and one. I mean, no, they could they know. could easily be five hundred, but before this week ends. Uh, well, you know what? They could easily be three and one before this weekend. So that's what I'm saying. You're in a great spot. You won two out of your first three. So you won two out of your first three. So worst. So already, guess what? This is the worst case scenario. You're five hundred. You would like to be. You would, of course, everyone wants to win them all. Three and one is great. Five hundred. You're in the fight. So you're already in the fight. So, so, that, so that's what I'm saying. So there, there, there's nothing wrong. They won two out of their first three games. This is the game that they didn't. And the thought and the mindset and all this is that they lost this game, that they didn't play well. And I started this off. You know, I said I was like they should have won the game. They, they and that's played, where we that's where we differ too. They 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 played well enough to win the game. They scored. Dude, you score four touchdowns at home. Your defense has to be good enough to to hold that lead. Four touchdowns. You're playing. You're not on the road. You're at home. You're at you home. got the crowd noise. You got everything. I can't keep you out of the end zone four times. I I I got to do that. I hear I hear what you're saying, Ed. But where, where where I look at this is, you got beat up up front on the offensive line. Defensively, mm-hmm. you couldn't get home. Defensively, you couldn't stop the run. Defensively, you couldn't stop the pass. Uh, you couldn't stop the D ball, as you mentioned earlier. Offensively, you were stagnant for 75, 80% of the game. Like, like yes, they scored four, a- yes, they scored four touchdowns at home, but the fact of the matter is, like, they, they didn't play a good game at all. Like at all, all at, at all at all they, like that they would have that would have been a steal but, they would have been fortunate stop, to win but, that game. But stop! But but let me but stop. Let me stop you one second and just say this: Don't they always poo poo on the field after the two weeks away? It's it, it, dude. They, they no, do we, it every we time. We talked about that and, and and I thought and I thought about it as well as as I was as as the game they was do. playing out and they as I was watching it. the game. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought about and, that as well. They do it every time, and and I go back to where they're like, oh, they gave it from the way, and it was horrible. And like, no, they came through. They fought. Every game is not going to be pretty. How do you fight? You fought. You had yourself in position. And at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers beat them along with his kicker because because the dude didn't kick 
He didn't kick a, 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 a 20 yard. yarder. He, a he had to put yarder. it away 51 yards, yeah, man. That's a big so boy at, kick. That's a big boy kick. That was a big boy throw to get him in position. And it took a big boy kick to win. They beat them. Green Bay, they, you know what? The dude took advantage of the time that they had and they beat them with, with some, and those were two excellent plays that beat them. But the Niners, that's why I said they should have won that game. Out of all of the ugliness, they did what they needed to do to put themselves in position to win that game. And you got to find a way to get one of those balls out of the air. And all day long, I was like, they, the, so the Niners, and, and we'll talk about keys and all of this stuff and everything else when we get into the Seattle game later in the week. But I said it earlier. Um, about Demo, and it's gonna hold, it holds true for the secondary now. Those balls, Aaron Rodgers saw those balls being caught over Demo's head. Yeah, yeah. The Amado the Lord, he he saw him. Whether it was out of bounds, whether the dude stepped, he saw the fact that these balls are going over his head. The secondary is allowing balls to go over his head. So those balls are going to come. If you think if you think um, you're not, and what what did I tell you? I said they're going to see four to six balls over the head. Same thing is about to happen. That, until it's, they pick, it's going to until continue they, to happen. Yeah. If, until they start picking off those balls, not knocking them down. Because if you knock it down on first, guess what? It's second and ten. That that, that means either one of the next couple of shots. I, I got another shot at coming at you. If you pick them off. You take that play out of the playbook. So until they start, until they start intercepting some of those balls, that goes all the way back to what I've been saying since we've been doing this podcast. I need some safeties in the middle of the field. You know I like Ward. I like Tart. I like all of these guys. But they don't turn the ball over. And if you're not turning the ball over, the quarterback, and more importantly, the offensive play caller does not fear you. So I have my entire playbook. You can take those deep balls out of their offense, regardless of what the rules and people are like, all oh, the rules are different and, and all of this stuff. Uh-uh, I don't care. They're not going to throw the ball over, try to throw the ball over the top of your head if you're taking it from them. Yeah. They're, they're not going to do it. If your secondary is taking the ball away, they're going to stop doing that. They're going to keep it in front of you. And then – you still get your opportunities because guys get nobody likes getting their you know their ribs tenderized. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes getting hit in the beak. I don't care how tough these guys are, and all of everybody that whole you know physical. He's a physical receiver, oxymoron. I keep telling you that. <laughs> if, if guys like to, if they like contact, they play defense. They, they, no no receiver wants to get hit. None of them. No, none of them want. They, they, that's it. They, they don't. Nobody. They don't want that. So that's all of, all of those things that they're going to have to look at on the secondary uh, and understand it. If, if, if I'm in that secondary, if I'm playing that secondary, I know that. And that's the great thing I, I said about D'Amador Lenore. I said, now it should be good. He, he should know that those balls are coming. They're coming. And, and that's the only way you can make a play is if they are throwing at you. That's the mindset that a DB has to have. I can't. I, I, the only the only ones I, I I can make a play on when they're coming at me, 
And when it goes to turnovers, like T-Bag used to say, the only one, like just catch the ones that come to you. Like don't don't worry about the ones that they don't throw your way. Don't worry about the ones that you can't get to. Catch the ones that come to you, because your plays are going to come. And you know we used to say that in our secondaries: catch the ones that come to you, you'll lead the world. You'll lead the world in interceptions. Your secondary will be as good as any out there. All you got to do is catch the ones that come to you. But it all starts with knowing where they're about to come. And this 49ers defense, they're going to come downfield. So this should be good. And with everything that we just said about the defense, I'm going to close it out with this on my part. And I'll unless you throw another question at me, I'll throw it out with this. Out of everything that we said about this defense and all these type things, one game um, that a great quarterback, great receiver, and a great kick beat you on in the last seconds of the game, and you're two and one. They, they are not falling apart. All is not lost. I heard someone say that that they can't go to the Super Bowl now and all these type things. I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> you're like, how do we get there? <laughs> I'm like, how, how do we get there? <laughs> you 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 you're you go into week three two and oh and just like last week nobody was happy at two and oh <laughs> after yeah. two yeah you go you go into you lose this game you're two and one and even you i'm listening to you like oh there's a lot of pressure like dude if they lose the game they're two and two <laughs> yeah I, I think even more than than the win loss, and we'll get into this later in the week. I'm interested to see the bounce back, right? Like, like they could play a good game and even come up short. You know, as we've seen, you know that that happens sometimes, right? Like, even even on some of your best days or some of your better days, you still yeah. may you still may end up with an L. Like, so I, I'm interested to see the bounce back more uh, than than anything else. Because if if the bounce back is good and they end up being two and two, then then so be it. They they played a great game. Well, uh-huh. bro, bro, you know what? See, you left me one more comment. One more comment. I, you sent it. The bounce back. So you, you, you were the one. People, I was trying to shut up and let you guys, you know, cut you, cut your um, your sound off and and go on with your day. But <laughs> he keeps talking to me. <laughs> but you just pointed out something to what the bounce back. You said you want to see how 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 they bounce back and everything. Um, there's just some things that since Shanahan has been here. And Garoppolo has been here. There are some things that just hold true, just like I said about the um, – and, and that's all I do. I just kind of look at what they've done. You know, isn't that the, the, the best predictor of future behavior? Yeah. Past behavior? Past behavior. Yeah. So, what they, they go on the road. They always win those two games. That road trip always seems to work out. They always win those two games. They always come back, and they play like poo-poo afterwards, which is what they did. This may be the best performance, and then you're talking about how bad it is. This may be, and go back and check, this may be the best performance that they've had after that two weeks on the road, that two weeks East Coast swing. But, you know, the other thing that always happens after that, and you're talking about the bounce back, Jimmy never loses two in a row. Hmm. So so just remember that. Hmm. He's never done it. Uh, well, we'll, we'll see. That, that'll turn yeah, to be a yeah talk, of course. That, you you got to play talk, the game. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be a yeah. talking point. Uh, later later this week and maybe even beyond uh, but you you threw it out there uh, feel free to get involved in the show we're on social media i'm at r haylock he is at underscore eric davis underscore on twitter on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he is at eric davis underscore 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 
for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all later this week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape. Or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money.